all right, it's a rainy Saturday, and I'm feeling just a tad under the weather. I don't know if that was Rye or Bo making noises, but the dogs are laying here with me too, so let's get with it. Five, four, three, two, one. Quiet on the set. Pit Boss Nation, what is up? This is the Pit Boss Podcast. I am the host, Jeff Coates. If you already follow along with us and know what we are about, we appreciate your effort in following along with us. If you've just stumbled upon us, just found us, please come along and check this out. Life through my eyes, from my perspective. Thinking of you, we are. Come on along with me and let's get this thing started. very happy Saturday to everyone. I got to say, generally and typically, I've always said I don't get a cold. And if Karen was here, she would agree with me because I don't. But somehow, and uh, last night, we tried to recap to see possibly where where this did happen to me. Uh, I, I caught a cold of some sort and uh, got a smile on my face. But maybe I sound just a little differently than what I normally do. Um, time has flown. We got here, however you want to look at it, late Monday night, super early Tuesday morning. And it is, whoops, hit my junk here in front of my face. It is Saturday at noon. Uh, hmm. My crown black salute. So yeah, time has flown. Time's flown. I did sleep in this morning. Uh, I don't think I got out of bed till about nine o'clock this morning. It looks to be some of the boys did go out this morning. I, I got some videos of vehicles getting stuck. <laughs> the uh, the red PEI dirt. She does tend to get slick when it rains. Uh, so I got a couple of videos. I didn't see any pictures of birds. I'm sure they shot something, but I was just getting getting more videos of, of, of vehicles stuck and farm tractors having to pull them out. But um, Karen has met up with Judy, G off Jeff 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 with a G G off Jeff Wood, his wife, and they went downtown Charlottetown to the farmers market, and I'm I'm here manning the wood stove in chalet number twenty seven. With three dogs, the ride dogs at my feet. I'm really not sure where the Duker dog is. Yeah, I don't know where he is. He may be in a bedroom, and I can see the little bow on the sofa. But um, just thought I'd take a take a couple moments and recap the week because time truly has flown. Again, we uh, 21 hours. We left left Berlin at about. I think we pulled out of the driveway exactly at 1.51 a.m. Monday. Ooh, I'm watching uh, Captain Quint get eaten. I got Jaws on in the background. Yep, he's going in. <laughs> the blood is coming out of his mouth now as he goes into Jaws' mouth. Um, left, uh, 
left Berlin super early on Monday morning, and uh, I've said this before, but when we when we cross over into New Brunswick, we lost an hour, so we went from Eastern the Eastern time zone to Atlantic time zone, and uh, made our way here to uh, Shaw's Hotels and Cottages Monday. I'm sorry, well, I guess it, I guess we'll say Tuesday morning, right? Tuesday morning at about 12 a.m. I could say Tuesday night at midnight. Sorry, Monday night at midnight or Tuesday morning at 12 a.m. I'm going to say Tuesday morning at 12 a.m. And ever since that, it's been on. So, uh, a much different trip this year. And actually, probably a, a positive thing. We're not trying to film for Drake Waterfowl's Migration Nation. Uh, we are here earlier. So, uh, whatever today is, the 12th of October. I don't think we arrived till the 21st last year. So um, we're, we're earlier for sure. Uh, kind of With the geese, kind of a little bit of a struggle that, that no corn has been cut, although we did get in a, a cut cornfield yesterday, and it only takes them about half a day on a cut cornfield to find it, especially when there's not much cut. Uh, we were in a, in a on a dairy farm where they cut it for silage, but there was still a lot of, a lot of corn left in the field. And uh, but that's um, I rewind a little bit with Peter. We were in a I won't, I won't say picked potatoes. I don't know what you say. What do you say? Harvested a harvested dug up potato field, and then on Thursday, uh, Jeff has a was winter wheat that had a lot of clover in it, and there was still a lot of wheat, well, a lot of wheat knocked down in there too. Um, that was on Thursday, and then yesterday morning, Friday. We were in the the silage cornfield, silage cut cornfield, and um, I will say on yesterday's hunt that uh, yeah, there was no wind at all. Nice, it was nice, nice fog, which made it kind of cool as they appeared. Uh, they were coming to our field, but uh, I was making noises there on the ground. But um, the first two bunches or so didn't really work us well. I guess we had about I don't know. They were saying two to two fifty, as far as uh, decoys out. Had had uh, a Bigfoot rig and an Avian X rig, but the geese, and we were in stand up lines right in the hedgerow, but the geese came to us, looked at us, and then made a sharp turn and headed <laughs> to the center of the field. Well, I should say at least the center to us. The, the field was huge. It went up a hill, and then there was still a whole bunch more more field on the on the opposite side of the rise there. But in, in our area, they kind of went right out to the middle. So we had it happen to us twice, ran those geese off, and then it started to, started to happen, even though we didn't have any, any wind. So it was a nice 35, 35 goose shoot. Saw a couple groups of ducks. Nothing really got close to us. And uh, so that was yesterday. We did the little – Jeff and Judy took us for a little, little ride yesterday afternoon, uh, made it down east not up east but down east on the island and if you if you get a second check out google or any any of your maps and uh to me i would describe uh the island maybe banana shapes not not a good word but you know, like a crescent moon a banana it's got a little curve in it and uh you know so it's up west or down west and up east and down east i think the island to, to my definition is really kind of situated northwest to southeast so hence, when you go up, you either go up, up west, or down west, or you go down east, or up east. Even though when you went up east, we went 
in a southerly direction. So we made it out to Point Prim, the oldest lighthouse on the island. And um, checked out a few other things down that way. There are a couple of really nice drives through, uh, like, one-lane roads through the woods. Um, I think they were even described, if Karen was here, she could remind me, but they were described as uh, scenic, a scenic lane, and they were named after people. Um, the one had a county a county uh, road number on it, so even though it was only one-lane dirt road, still had a still had a county number attached to it. And then we went to do two brewing companies. I'm struggling to think of the names. Cop, bottom Copper, bottom, bottom Copper Brewery, and then Bog, Bog Street, Bog Street Brewery. Uh, both very good beers, and on Bog, I think, I'm thinking it's Bog Street. Yeah. Anyway, man, I had, a, I had Karen had a, a super, super, super uh, seafood chowder that she was kind of feeding me. Judy had uh, a chicken special, which was kind of a, I think it was was a. Uh, like a bread battered, I'm sorry, butter battered uh, chicken chicken wings. I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. And then uh, Jeff and I both had the brisket sandwich. It was very good, man. And hand cut fries. I, I really sh- I could have just done a bowl of hand cut fries because they they were they were awesome too. But on the way back, sitting there talking. See, I, I really thought from the the stand up lines. All are preloaded with grass, and after the first first two mornings, I really just thought like kind of like more of like a I'll say hay fever, but you know, just my nose was kind of filled up with the grass, and uh, there, there was some gold. And Jeff, I talked to Jeff about it, and he's like, "Yeah, there's some gold goldenrod in there and stuff." So I was thinking maybe that's what I was really feeling. And um, but anyway, sitting there at the two brew pubs, you know, Karen just was on me, on me, on me about. You know, I have a cold, and but I don't ever admit it that I have a cold because I don't. I don't. I never get colds. I can't say never, but I never get colds. I'm gonna say never, but you can't say never. And um, so on the ride back, about an hour drive back to the chalet, um, I guess I admitted it, and I said, "Can we you know, stop someplace and get me something?" And then as soon as I admitted it, <laughs> uh, getting some text messages. Whether I truly felt it or it was psychological, all of a sudden I started to feel a little achy. Started to feel a little achy, so uh, <clears throat> hot shower when I got back. Loaded up with some some good meds, over the counter meds. Maybe a little Crown Royal. I did switch up to the black last night for the five extra percent of alcohol. And uh, that was the best sleep I've had in quite a long time. So feeling feeling good. I think I'm going to take a quick break, try to clean myself, clean my head out a little bit, and I will be right back. All right, I'm back with, I can't say it's as good as the first one because it's not, but Jaws 2 is on now, so. Ooh. Still not feeling 100%. So with the drive back last night, like I said, just whether it's it was real or not, or because I admitted it that I was feeling it, but uh, it didn't take much for Karen to twist my arm and suggest that maybe I should sleep in this morning. Especially since we've got a—I don't know what they call them here, because I can't—I wouldn't call it a nor'easter here, but 
back home right off OCMD, which I think now probably the that center the center of the depression slash tropical storm is uh, maybe off Jersey now. But um we call it a nor'easter. Karen's texting as I speak. We call it a nor'easter. And up up here basically it's just making a really strong east wind and uh, we're getting we're getting quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of rain off of it. So uh, again <clears throat> under Karen's advisement I did decide to sleep in this morning. So say what you will about me, but I I do think I feel a little bit better for for staying in and not not going out. But uh the days are winding down. Tomorrow, actually Monday, is Thanksgiving in Canada. So Jeff and Judy have been very kind to include Karen and myself. We're going to eat, actually. They, they celebrate on Sunday just because it's a little bit easier for, for the rest of their families. Um, but they're, they're going to head over here this afternoon. The chalet number 27 is large enough to has two bedrooms. So they're going to stay with us tonight, and they're getting chalet number 21 tomorrow for all the festivities. Uh, the pellet grill did make its way north over the border with us. So Jeff is browning a turkey and a goose, and uh, we're going to do those Do those on the grill. Judy's doing a turkey in the oven. So, I, you know, I don't, I don't think it's a competition necessarily, but I think there's going to be a huge difference between the 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 pellet grilled smoked turkey versus the one done in the oven so but looking forward to that sunday no hunting and monday the weather is supposed to be beautiful here again as far as the clarity and we should maybe see a little bit of sun um temperatures have been really kind of mild here at least to my definition been like 55 high 55 to 60 let's say sun does feel warm still and then uh the advertised lows are like right around 40, but uh, in the truck in the morning driving, I have seen some some 32s and some 34s. You go down, down in a hollow, but it, it jumps right back up. So if I say that I've said this last year and I've said this this year, if you ever get a chance to come to PEI, Prince Edward Island, Canada, especially in October, November, December, man, you, you just got to, you got to jump on it and and experience what it is because this island is just beautiful again we karen and i saw a bunch of it yesterday that we had not seen before and just you know just it kind of at least with us with us we like to take pictures we just you want to stop and take a picture constantly so that said when you listen to this you may have to scroll back quite a bit but karen's instagram is at klcrvt klcrvt and you can see the pictures that she takes. Uh, I don't think there's any dead birds necessarily on her Instagram account. But if you want to check out mine, at Pitboss, P-I-T-B-O-S-S, Waterfowl. Karen's a little bit more into Facebook than I am. But um, when I post to Instagram, it also does post to my Pitboss Waterfowl Facebook page. So, at Pitboss, P-I-T-B-O-S-S, Waterfowl. So, we appreciate everybody who follows along with us. Thank you very much. Mm, excuse me. I am sitting here looking at the slider. And the rain is still, the easterly rain is still hitting the 
the deck. The deck board's pretty good. We had a fireplace last year, and this year we got a nice little wood stove, which the wood stove is much more efficient. Excuse me. It's much more, much more efficient uh, in burning wood, than I, I think, than what a fireplace is. You can you can tell me I'm wrong, but that's what I think. Oh, 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 oh. <coughs> Excuse me. Steve Hoover texted in pictures of the world's largest duck boat. It's getting closer, closer, and closer. Looks like the interior's all finished. All we got to do is hang the motor. Need to get the trailer from Loadmaster Trailers, Gary Straw Jr. up at Port Clinton, Ohio. And then we're going to head down to New Philadelphia, Ohio. Steve Hoover Duck Water Boats. Check them out at duckwaterboats.com. You can check Gary out at loadmastertrailers.com. Again, both Ohio natives and Ohio products. So I, I truly am really excited about the about the the world's largest duck boat. The season's going to be here very quickly, and um, not quite as much time as what I thought I'd have to get acquainted and get familiar with the boat. But hopefully, not being too bold, but I think I think I get right in the swing of of operating it. So I guess you no, know I'm not guessing. It's a fact. This will be the longest boat that I've ever owned. So. Started out in a 17 TDB, and then we had a 21-foot duck boat. We had a 25-foot duck boat. 25-foot duck boat still for sale if anybody's interested. Now we're moving to the 32, the world's, 32 Ocean, the world's largest duck boat. Um, the fishing boat we have is a 29-foot center console with a bracket. So even with the bracket, it still doesn't really measure out to 32 feet. So I, I do have to say that the, uh, the world's largest duck boat will be the, the largest boat that I've owned. Can't say operated because I have operated some larger boats. But as far as ownership goes, actually, Karen owns the band influence, so she allows me. She allows me to operate it. But the Ocean 32, Steve is looking good. I like some of the stuff he's done on the interior. Uh, the boat is looking clean and smooth. So, again, we're looking really looking forward to, to getting in that. And November 2nd, we'll be kicking off the special Sea Duck season in Maryland. We're going to make it back. So Duck's just opened in Maryland today. So I got a couple friends texting me pictures of Wood Duck. And uh, our first split, we have a 60-day duck season in Maryland on the Atlantic Flyway. And gets broke down into three splits. Basically a Saturday to a Saturday, a week in October. And then more or less two two weekend, or two weeks, excuse me, two weeks in November. And then mid-December to the end of January. So the, the first split in Maryland is, is pretty much a Wood Duck hunt, some local mallard, that kind of thing. I was looking at temp- temperatures there. It's still it's still like highs of seventy two to seventy five every day. So basically, just a a local a local shoot. But hopefully, we're not sure one hundred percent what our departure schedule is here. But um, I don't know. And I don't know that we're going to drive it all in one trip. So I think I think we may break it up going home. But regardless, we'll get home in time. If not Thursday, Friday, Saturday, to try to get out and shoot a duck, and we'll. Let the little rye dog, let her retrieve, retrieve some ducks. I, uh, she's picked up a goose here in the yard. I, I didn't, I didn't really want to take her, take her on any hunts just because, although it was offered to, and Jeff's been very kind about, about that, you know, I really didn't want to ruin anybody's, I don't say ruin, but I didn't want to impede anybody's hunt just because, you know, she's, you know, 
she hasn't retrieved birds yet. So that said, I still am very excited about her retrieving some birds. So it's kind of that that uh, the happy medium. I'm not in charge here. I'm a guest, trying to be respectful. I am respectful, I think. And uh, part of being respectful is not, even though I've been offered not bringing not bringing Rye along, and you know, just don't I just don't want her to be a as as Jeff with a G would say an arse, which she probably will be. At least in the boat, there's no place for her to go, and when she gets the bird, she's got to come back to the boat. So boat hunting, I think, with a young dog especially, is maybe a tad easier to be successful just because they got to come right back to you. So, just opened the calendar up just to reassure myself. And there are three weekends. Well, two weekends, two Saturdays, and then the, the third Saturday is opening day. So, sometimes I need to just look at a calendar to get it all square in my mind. Duke's checking out the rain. It was a big old eagle I heard this morning. Karen said it was. I didn't get to see it because I wasn't was not a, up and awake yet. But um, I did get to see it. Cause I always mess with her. And the eagle was gonna swoop down and and pick up the little little bow dog. He's twenty pounds, so I bet you or twenty two pounds. She'll say he's overweight and fat. I wouldn't want to see what the eagle could do to him when he hit it, but I, I doubt the eagle could pick it up. But uh, I'm sure he could put a hurting on him. Robbie Shaw, thank you very much. Man, Shaw's Cottages. I think this property has has been. I had to. I'd have to read the sign again, but from 1860, they've been doing something Ferris fairly similar to this, and it was on the or it is not was is on the Canadian Historical Registry. So, just a beautiful piece of property, kind of to the northeast. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, kind of to the north, <laughs> kind of to the northeast of us is the ocean. Not that far away. Karen took a, a walk with the dogs there yesterday, and then uh, to the west of us or southwest of us here is uh, a nice piece of tidal tidal water. And uh, although we didn't we didn't walk down to it last year. Well, one reason we were up the way these the way the cottages cottages are laid out, we were up up a little higher, and and uh, actually Karen walked to the beach last year also and the path to the beach was very close to close to the chalet we were in last year but the, this one is a little further to the south um but again just just a beautiful beautiful property so robbie thank you for your effort he brought us down a fire pit we enjoyed that the other evening and uh as i like to say it's just awesomeness yes all right, I think I have reached the end of anything positive or good I had to say. Not that I had that much negative to say, but I, I'm just feeling that possibly I'll start to go into a rambling mode. And that's, I don't want to do that, so I don't want to repeat stuff I've always said. Although, I, I, mean, I always repeat myself. But That said, wait a second. Hmm. That said, thinking of you, we are. 
I know you won't listen to this on Saturday, but a very happy Saturday to everyone. Thinking of you, we are. Ah!